Welcome to the Rural Woman Podcast, a platform for women in agriculture, ranching, homesteading, and more to share their stories. I'm your host, Caitlin Dubin. Here's to the women who chose their own path. Here's to the women who chose uncertainty, even though it was scary as hell. Here's to the women doing the work their mother-in-law called them stupid for doing. Here's to the women who were told their dream was a waste of time. Here's to the women who create, even though their husbands and their mothers don't understand. Here's to the women who work their asses off behind the scenes and have the scars and tear stains to prove it. Here's to the women who have ever felt left out or like they didn't belong. Here's to the women who have put an end to the popularity contests. Here's to the women who show up as they are, regardless of what their sister-in-law or friends from high school will think of them. Here's to the women who don't laugh off the sandwich maker jokes because you knew he meant well. Here's to the women who stand up in the room and share their stories, even though they differ from the rest. Here's to the women who genuinely care about celebrating and including all women. This episode is for you. Hey, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Rural Woman Podcast. You get me today and only me. Today is a special episode as it is my 100th published episode of the Rural Woman Podcast. Over the last two plus years and 100 episodes, there have definitely been times where I've grown tired and frankly have been burned out when it comes to the podcast. I'm kind of starting this off on a negative note, but I promise it gets better. It gets better. (laughs) I don't know if people really realize how much time and effort go into a weekly podcast or a podcast in general. To help aid in those times of fatigue is an exercise that I've been doing a lot lately and thinking about a lot lately. I think back and focus on my why. Why did I start this podcast in the first place? If you've been a listener for a while, then you've probably already heard this story. But if you're newer here, then let me share with you of how the Rural Woman podcast came to be. I was in the old Fent tractor mowing the cover crop in our north field. The windows were open as the dust poured in because the air conditioning wasn't working properly. The delicious smell of the freshly cut crop was muffled through my dust mask as I watched Instagram stories with one hand through my dirty ass sunglasses and tried to fix my crooked lines with the other. I was watching women share their lives through their Instagram stories and their posts. There were mothers, wives, farmers, ranchers, homesteaders, entrepreneurs, scientists, women in agribusiness, and so many more. Each had their own stories to tell to make them all a little different, but there was something that tied them all together. They were the faces of women in agriculture. So I myself not a person who was born into agriculture, nor did I plan to be an active member when I married my husband back in 2016. I was an outsider in all respects. 
it wasn't until I was on the farm in what felt like total isolation sometimes that I really realized that farming and agriculture were not just simply jobs, but it was an all-encompassing lifestyle. As a quote-unquote outsider, I saw things and still see things to this day about this lifestyle and this industry that I don't like and that I don't agree with. I don't agree that working yourself to utter exhaustion is a benefit to anyone or anything, even your bottom line. Sacrificing your physical and mental health does not get you closer to your goals. I don't agree with people who choose to market or advertise that their way of stewardship is the only way to do things and calling out your neighbor or another producer on the internet for doing it wrong or being an idiot, etc., will advance our industry and build the public trust that we're all striving for. And one of the biggest things that I didn't like seeing and still really don't like seeing is how women are portrayed in our industry. We've been called just the farm wife or even worse, a sandwich maker. We've been treated as less than rather than equals. Our stories have been in the shadows and behind the scenes. These were the stories and the narratives I saw people sharing daily and I wanted to put an end to it. I wanted to bring them to light. I not only wanted to share these stories, but I wanted to celebrate them. So when I got off that dusty ass fent tractor, I went running into the house and proclaimed to my husband that I was going to start a podcast to share the stories of women in agriculture. I was met with the response of, well, that sounds like a lot of work. And he was right. And I don't say that very often, but it was true. So today on my 100th episode, I wanted to share with you some of the biggest lessons and takeaways that I've learned in the last two years, as well as answer an important question I received from a patron of the Rural Woman podcast. You can help support the stories of women in agriculture to be shared through the Rural Woman podcast on Patreon. What is Patreon? It's a membership-based platform that helps fund and support creators like me to create and produce content like this that you all love. New to the Rural Woman Podcast Patreon is ad-free listening and patron-only bonus content and exclusive episodes. Learn more and join the patron gang today at patreon.com slash the Rural Woman Podcast. The first lesson I want to share came from my dear friend, Billy J. Miller, all the way back in the start, episode two. Billy is the author of two incredible books, Farm Wives in Profile and Farm Wives 2. Something Billy said in our conversation has stuck with me to this day. We don't need anyone to define us. We get to define who we are. So if that means you call yourself a farm wife or a farm mom, ranch wife or ranch mom, or you define yourself as a farmer, rancher, homesteader, that's a choice you get to make and it's your choice alone. I'm proud to be a farmer, a podcaster, entrepreneur, coach, goat wrangler, and cat rancher. 
Be proud of who you are and what you do on your operation and in your life. And please, for the love, whatever you do, whatever you define yourself as, take out the just in front of it. You are not a just. You are a freaking boss. Insert title here. My next lesson is one that I'm still continuing to learn, and it's been one of the hardest. Though celebrating and sharing the stories of women in agriculture may be something that I am deeply passionate about and have made it my own mission, not everyone who is close to me will share, understand, or support it. Let me give you a bit of context. When I started my journey in sharing my story online or through my podcast, it isn't something that I shared widely with people that I personally knew. There were a lot of imposter syndrome type things that I was working through and didn't share as I was afraid of their judgment. I find it kind of funny that sometimes it feels like it's easier to be judged by complete strangers versus the people that you know and love personally. It's taken me a long time to get to this place where I can be open and honest with you all about these topics and these things that I have personally struggled with. My vulnerability isn't meant as a call for sympathy, but more of a way to let you and others know that you're not alone. The content I create and share with the world is not for everyone, whether it's because they're just not interested in it or they don't like my style Whatever the case may be, it's just not for them, and that's okay. Not getting support from your close friends or family for the work that you're doing is hard. It's damn hard, but it may not be for them. And like I said, that's okay because it has to be okay. My life isn't what some of my loved ones may have pictured for me or what they wanted. Learning to face that reality has been one of my biggest challenges. I have learned to be okay with it and move on. It's my dream, it's my vision, and it's my why to bring these stories to life, not theirs. Does it mean that they don't love me? Of course not. So if you've had a dream or you've been working on something and your spouse or your mom or your friend don't get it or tell you that you're wasting your time, please know that I've been there and just know that you have at least one person here rooting for you. The last lesson I want to share with you is one that I'm quite passionate about. I believe that there is always room at the table and I truly believe in community over competition. It's not just a hashtag. I can remember seeing a comment from quite an infamous podcaster in the egg space soon after I launched the Rural Woman podcast. They made a tweet that said, great, another egg podcast, just what we needed. Now, I don't know who they were talking about, and maybe it was even about me. But I remember thinking, so what? What does another person who decided to start a podcast to highlight agriculture do to you or your show? One of the biggest reasons I wanted to start this podcast was because at the time, there wasn't a podcast out there that met my listening needs and wants. Think of all of the great ideas that never come to fruition because of the idea that there's already enough X, Y, and Z in the market. This lesson sparked a couple of ideas and projects that I have been working on 
that I'm excited to share with you guys today. First, I'm so excited to announce that I am officially offering one-on-one podcast coaching for people who are ready to launch the idea that they've had on their heart into their very own podcast. Before You Buy the Mic is my podcasting coaching and toolkit created to get your idea into the earbuds of your ideal listeners. Your podcast doesn't need to be specifically about agriculture. It can really be about anything. But I want you to know if the idea that you have for a podcast is about agriculture, I'm here for it and I'm ready to help you get on your way. I'm going to leave more information in the show notes about my one-on-one podcast coaching services. And please, please, please feel free to reach out to me. I am here and I'm so ready to help you get your podcast started. The next project I want to share with you, which you may have seen me share on social media recently, I've teamed up with my friend Bev Ross, who you heard back on episode 94. She's the co-host of the Drink and Farm podcast and the host of her very own new podcast, the Joy Farmer podcast. We have launched Positively Farming Media. Positively Farming Media is a hub for creators in the food and agriculture space to connect and positively collaborate for growth. Our mission is to build a community that connects and cultivates growth-oriented farm and food storytellers. We've launched the Positively Farming Media Mastermind, which is a peer-to-peer podcast mentoring group developed with the goal of fostering connection and collaboration between podcasters in the food and agriculture space. We'll be hosting monthly training for current podcasters designed to increase show's quality, listenership, and advertising opportunities. Some examples of topics include monetization, asking the right questions, streamlining the production and distribution of your podcast, and so many more great ideas and topics to share. Bev and I will host semi-monthly group calls and discussions focusing on specific topics each month. This is a way for podcasters in the food and agriculture space to come together and grow. Right now, we're offering founding member pricing for people who join the mastermind before June 30th, 2021 for just $20 a month. Membership fees will go up after that, so make sure you don't miss out on the founding member pricing. We at Positively Farming Media are committed to supporting and amplifying the voices of BIPOC farmers and podcasters. With that said, BIPOC members of Positively Farming Media will have their membership fees waived indefinitely as a benefit in kind. So if you listening right now are a current podcaster in the food and agriculture space, please join us. This is your personal invitation. Head on over to PositivelyFarmingMedia.com to learn more and to register. Our first module will go live in our private online group on Monday, May the 3rd. So make sure you don't miss out. I am so extremely excited to learn, grow, and keep building that bigger table. You have heard me tell you all about the amazing benefits that come with being a patron of the Rural Woman podcast through Patreon, but I wanted to share with you a few testimonials from the patron gang themselves. Patron Marina writes, I decided to become a patron of the Rural Woman podcast because I felt a deep connection to all of these women. Being new to the agricultural world, I didn't have a lot of knowledge about other aspects of the egg world. 
this podcast opens my eyes to how women near and far grow and succeed in their roles. It makes me feel like I'm part of a bigger picture and I feel as if I have the support of all of these women as I support this podcast and in return, sharing their beautiful stories. Join Marina in supporting the stories of women in agriculture through the Rural Woman podcast starting at $2 a month on Patreon. Visit wildrosefarmer.com slash Patreon to learn more. I posed the question to my patrons over on Patreon for the Rural Woman podcast of any questions or topics of discussion that they wanted me to cover in my 100th episode. And one of the questions that I was happy to get was, what are some of the ways you are supporting BIPOC farmers through the Rural Woman podcast as well as your Instagram platform? Well, I am still learning and I'm still listening. And I, most importantly, am building connections with people. That is what I can say I am doing on an outward facing platform through the podcast and through Instagram. Um, I'm also trying my best to support BIPOC businesses online and locally in my community, but admit to still having a problem of buying things on Amazon, but I'm really trying to do better. Behind the scenes, I'm the one at Zoom family dinners who speaks up and speaks out, even though it can be damn uncomfortable. But I'm willing to put myself out there, even if I screw up, because this is the work I said I was going to do. I publicly made a commitment to amplify the stories of BIPOC people, women specifically, in mid-2020, like I know a lot of other people out there did too. You guys, you remember those, those little black squares on Instagram. We saw a flood of overwhelming support in spaces and places, which, if we're being honest, the majority of those waters dried up about as fast as they washed in. Being asked this question doesn't make me feel attacked or like I'm being called out, and nor should anyone else feel that way. It's called being accountable for doing the things you said you were going to do. And doing those things, even when it's not trending on Instagram. I know I'm going to say the wrong things. I'm going to feel like I don't know enough or I should be doing more. And I'm going to fall on my face sometimes. But if there's anything that I've learned over this past year, it's that showing up and doing the work to unpack the systems of injustice that are all around us and specifically for people of color. The work can't stop when it's no longer trendy. The work can't stop because your follower count or download numbers may drop. My message to you, if you said you would stand up but sat down because you were tired or you were frustrated, get back up and be accountable to the person you said you were going to be. And please know that this message is just as much for me as it is for anyone else. My privilege is a tool, and I am just scratching the surface of how to use it in the right way. So thank you for that question from my patron. And it makes me happy to know that there are people 
who are in my community, who are in my corner, who are holding me accountable for what I said I was going to do. Friends, I am just so incredibly thankful for each and every one of you for tuning in to these weekly episodes here on the Real Woman Podcast, and even more grateful to the women who have trusted me in sharing their stories to my audience. It is absolutely my honor and my privilege to do so each and every week. You may have noticed that the graphics and cover art have been updated for the Royal Woman podcast. I just want to say a special thank you to Megan Wellen from Blush Paint Design, who has brought my idea to life with my new graphics and cover art for the Royal Woman podcast. I wanted to be able to represent all women in agriculture and for somebody to look at it and know that there is a place for them here and that they belong. You may have heard that on May 4th, that shop, Wild Rose Farmer, my online retail store, is relaunching with all new designs, including the infamous Wild Rose Cat Rancher apparel that people have been going cuckoo bananas over, which is hilarious, and I love it. I'm here for it. I'm also going to be launching the new Rural Woman podcast apparel as well. So be sure on May 4th, you head to wildrosefarmer.com slash shop and get your hands on all of the brand new goodies that will be live. All of the new designs have been created by Randall Nicole Designs. She has helped put all of my crazy ideas into images and has helped me get those images on the apparel that you will be buying from Shop Wild Rose Farmer. I'll make sure to put Randall's information as well as Megan's information in the show notes. So if you guys are looking for graphic designers to help you out with your projects, they are highly recommended by myself. Before we go, I want to give a special thank you to the patrons of the Rural Woman podcast for their financial support of the show. Like I mentioned in the beginning, I don't know if people realize how much time, effort, and money go into each and every single one of these episodes that go through your earbuds. It's taken me a long time to feel comfortable enough to value my work in a monetary fashion. And I'm just so thankful for each and every one of the patrons, current and previous, who have helped me get to where I am today. And if you have been listening to this show for any time now and have the means to support my work and support the stories of women in agriculture, I ask that you join in over on Patreon to help me continue to share these stories and to be able to grow what I'm doing here and to continue to give back to the women in agriculture and the stories that they are sharing. There are multiple tiers. There are multiple ways to support the show financially. So please head on over to wildrosefarmer.com and you can learn more about becoming a patron through Patreon. I think that's it. That's all I had to say. I wasn't going to get misty, (laughs) but I just want to thank you all for being there and for supporting me through this journey and through the first hundred episodes. 
And here's to many, many more together. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Rural Woman Podcast. A special thanks to our Patreon executive producer, Sarah Reedner of Happiness by the Acre, and to my editor, Max Hofer. For show notes, head on over to wildrosefarmer.com. You can connect with me on social media using the handle at wildrosefarmer on all platforms. If you love the show, make sure you're subscribed wherever you listen to podcasts, plus share it with a friend. We'll see you next time.